It's time for our Book Nook segment with Katie Kroshauer of the Quincy Public Library. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, our first book that we're going to talk about is uh, by one of my favorite actors. So this looks great, and I need to read it because I didn't know it existed. Yes, you do need to read this. I am talking about Grateful American by Gary Sinise. This is one of those books that has been on my list ever since it came out a couple of years ago. And, you know, he is so well-known now, but he takes us all the way back to his own childhood in the 1960s and 70s, and of course grew up in Illinois, um, was... Actually, his dad was one of the first film editors after the um, after World War II. His dad was um, a film editor and a developer for the Navy. And so when he got out of the Navy, he started doing his own film business, film editing up in the Chicagoland area. And so they, they bounced around to different suburbs and things like that. But Gary spends a lot of time talking about, you know, the veterans in his life, you know, the people that he knew that were in the various wars when he was growing up, and specifically about the Vietnam War, because his own wife's brother and two brothers and her dad and her brother-in-law, um, you know, her sister's husband, all served in Vietnam. And so the impact that the conversations with those guys had on him when he was first dating his wife and when they were, you know, first getting to know each other. And then also just always having that sense of military duty and doing what you can, excuse me, um, serving where you can and doing your duty as an American to serve in the military or in the armed forces. Um, but also then, you know, he was too young to serve in Vietnam, but he saw the impact that it had when the, the veterans came back, you know, and the difference between when they were coming back and then later, of course, when the guys were coming back from Afghanistan or from Iraq or other places and hearing the stories about how the ticker tapes and, and the parades and the celebrations from World War II when the guys came back. And so he always had, has really had this almost heart and mission for bringing awareness of those veterans to the public, which we can see through a lot of the work that he has done. Um, I love the stories that he tells. He talks about, you know, the founding of Steppenwolf Theater. He was, um, you know, he w could have been on the track to really become a, not a famous person um, or famous for the wrong reasons. He was, you know, into drugs and alcohol and, you know, had his band and they thought that being cool and being in a band meant that you had to be completely wasted before you went on stage and afterwards. It doesn't? And, you know, yeah, you know, you, ha you have your moments. Um, but especially in the 1970s, sure. you know, those were the those were the things that were done by the, the bands and the rock stars. He talks about skipping school and going down into the ravine and, you know, taking his buddies. But one of the teachers that made such had such a big influence on his life was this spark plug of a woman who came out and told them because they were hanging around all you know outside the school, and she's like, "You guys look like you should be the in the gangs in West Side Story." So I, but pretty much dared them to come to the audition for West nice. Side Story, and Gary got cast as Pepe in West Side Story, and it really like that was the turning point in his life that he realized that there was a way he could become involved and engaged and have friends that were more than just the guys he hung out and smoked with. And so that was, you know, that was that core moment. His grades were not good enough to get into college. So he and a couple of his buddies started doing just guerrilla performances. You know, they, they organized themselves into, you know, Steppenwolf theater because one of his friends was reading the Herman Hess book and, you know, the rest is almost history. It, 
it just blossomed into these amazing performances and really made a name for them. They really made a name for themselves in those, those years doing shows that nobody else was doing or doing it in such small spaces, you know, asking only for donations. They did grease. They did, you know, just wild and random stuff, whatever anybody felt passionate about. And of course he and John Malkovich and Laurie Metcalf and, you know, the, the ones that are the original founders of Steppenwolf are still so deeply involved with that today. Um, just, you know, one of those incredible stories, you can't not love the audiobook because he reads it. And so it really has that tone and that quality. Um, and then of course he goes on to talk about being in probably his most famous role, which was Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump. And then after that, the just avalanche of appreciation that he received from the disabled American veterans and from the veterans of the Vietnam War and other wars for bringing that attention to the plight that they had and to the the real problems that they were facing, getting their benefits, you know, being recognized as the the warriors that they truly were, um, and you know, just his value his his core value through all of that was really to do the best that he could to represent them in a way that was going to bring respect to their to their experiences and he yes he's been involved in so many veteran related causes i mean you know yes he's a fantastic actor and again he you know, the, the roles he's been in from apollo 13 to truman and just some of my you know favorite movies and stuff he just does great stuff uh but he just is uh such a you know, his, you can just tell when he is doing the work with veterans how much he cares. Yes. And his, you know, his heart, his heart is just completely into that. And, you know, for him to, to do that after a role, I mean, when you talk about, you know, people talk about acting in theater and, you know, most people think it's a hobby or whatever. And mm-hmm. those who make it a profession are usually famous for doing, you know, spending their money in stupid ways. But this is a guy who had a life-changing role that has now changed other people's lives. And that's just, that is a great story. It really is. And, you know, the work that he does with Lieutenant Dan Band, which he was always a musician. He talks about the very earliest days picking up a guitar and playing in fourth and fifth grade, um, all the way through with the Lieutenant Dan Band. And then the Gary Sinise Foundation, which, you know, the proceeds of that and the work that they do all goes toward bettering the lives of veterans. So, you know, there's just so much information available about him, about the foundation, the work that they do, the honors that he has received from the veterans organizations, as well as other organizations. Um, to really appreciate and and respect the work that he has done. So if you get a chance at all, listen or read, um, listen to or read Grateful American by Gary Sinise. I just think it's one of those that everyone could could find something in to relate to. Um, I was not a fan of Steinbeck's books until I heard Gary Sinise read the audiobook of Of Mice and Men and also watched the the of Mice and Men version with him and John Malkovich. And I didn't realize at the time, but I find out now that his wife actually played the role of the woman in the red dress. Um, you know, so there are just so many connections that he has made and so many deep friendships that he has made through the years with the things that he has been able to do. And, you know, it really, it really goes to show what a difference you can make if you put that, that piece of your heart first. 
Yeah, and then like and, you know, then also just how how Steppenwolf started is a great story, and again, the people involved in that and the alumni from that. I mean, it's just it's a legendary group of actors in Chicago's you know theater community, which is is really just outstanding. And you know, then some of these guys who then went on into these huge roles, you know, Malkovich is just mm-hmm. fantastic, and of course, he went on to College of Illinois State, and, yes. then, and then of course, uh, John Mahoney went to. Quincy University, so uh, the late John Mahoney, I should say. So, I mean, yeah, it's just a, it's a great list and a great group of, of people who have just uh, who just done fantastic work over the years. But again, for Gary Sinise to you know take that one role and really build it in something is just it's really really admirable. So, let's talk about some other things going on at the library this week. Yes, so this week we have and and you know I'm kind of going to go out a couple of weeks here. Um, every Tuesday we're doing our story time at 10 a.m. We are done with puppet shows for the season, so it's going to be story times on the more in the mornings for the kids. So story time at 10 a.m. on Tuesdays. On Thursdays we have baby time at 10 a.m. and then in the evenings at 6 p.m. we have our friends and family game, friends and family nights. So on the 28th we're doing create quilled paper. Snails on the fifth. We're doing a move it with Generation Pound. Um, t- the twelfth of May is game night. The nineteenth of May is a STEM. The floor is lava challenge. And then on the twenty sixth of May, they're doing a pulled string art craft. On Fridays, except for. May 6th, um, we'll talk about that in a minute, Fridays is Playdate at the library at 10 a.m., and that is just a drop-in opportunity for your kids to come in and burn off some steam. You know, we've got different PlayStations set up. They can play with each other. You can interact with them yourself. Um, You know, we really encourage the parents and caregivers to get engaged with those activities so that they can, first of all, learn new things that they can do with their kids at home, but also, you know, play with them in in a space that's not pressuring them just to be a parent. Let them have fun. Let you have fun at the same time. On our Mondays at 6 p.m., we have Playdate coming up on the 2nd. The 9th is a process art with the book Too Much Glue. On the 16th, they're doing a dance party, and on the 23rd is another Playdate. Um, tween Scene is Tuesdays at 3.30. With our teen events, we are shaking some things up a little bit. So on the 3rd at 6 p.m., we're doing a Bad Art Night for Teens, which is just, you know, come in and create whatever sloppy mess you want. Call it art, and we will appreciate it because it's been something that you created. On the 11th at 4 p.m., we're doing DIY Sharpie mugs. And on the 19th at 3.30, Cookies and Canvas, which is going to be a really fun event for those teens. Now, for most things, we do want to remind everybody, especially as we come up into summer reading, it is so, so, so important to register for these events because we have to make sure that we have enough supplies sure. for them. And also, we do have room restrictions. You know, the fire marshal gets on us if we exceed those, those room limits. Right. So we really need to make sure that everybody is going to the calendar online through quincylibrary.org. Register for those events. The great thing about our calendar is that it will send you a reminder, either by a, a voice message, a text message, or an email up to three days in advance so that you can get that on your calendar and make sure that you are going to come if you've registered. Um, we're starting to run into that already with, you know, programs that are filling up and then people get disappointed and we hate to do that. So uh, make sure that you get registered for those events. Um, adult programming is coming up through the end of May. We have um, actually tomorrow evening on the 27th at 530. We are starting up our coloring club again. So all supplies will be provided for that. On the 4th at 1:30, the bookies are going to be discussing a book called Vivaldi's Virgins, which is a historical 
uh, fiction book by Barbara Quick. No Virgin Sacrifice. No, vir- no Virgin Please Sacrifice. Please make sure we remember that. <laughs> yes. On the Monday movies for May, on the 9th, we are showing a movie called 50 to 1, which is about a long shot coming to the Kentucky Derby in 2009. On the 23rd at 1 o'clock and 5.30, we're showing the documentary Spellbound, which is about the script's spelling bee. And then starting in June, we will be having movies every week um, at 1 o'clock and 5.30. So make sure that you check the calendar online for those that information as well and those are on mondays those are on mondays monday movies um we've got the rest of our book clubs coming up through may renaissance readers talking about the hound of the baskervilles Unshelved talking about four winds by Kristen hannah all over the pages talking about the gentleman by forrest leo and we do have on the 16th at 5 30 which is also a monday we're going to have a, an essential oils presentation with jennifer white so lots and lots of things on that may calendar um i really encourage you if at all possible go on there register for the events make sure that you come to those events because you know we really want to see our public back in the library using those materials that we have and just encouraging the staff to continue planning those great events for you and you also said uh, that the library will be closed on may 6th yes we will be closed on may 6th for our staff in service day so stock up your materials before then or after that um, and just you know please spread the word that we will be closed completely that day there will be no um, no public access to the building on May 6th but of course always available online to right. download materials and you know find the things that you need through quincylibrary.org and May 6th is also a Friday when remember that yes. um, finally want to wrap up and say this is Katie's last time being with us as a member of the Quincy Public Library. Yes. You are changing careers. I am going to Brenner Library at Quincy University. I'm going to be the um, information literacy and electronic resources librarian. I'm very excited to start that new position coming up next week. And, you know, it's been a wonderful 17 years at Quincy Public Library. But, you know, things, things just opened up and it was time to step into something different to find some new challenges. It's been a thrill and a pleasure to work with you these last few months on Muddy River News and I hope to continue working with you in other aspects but um, you know I, I will miss the listeners. I will miss the feedback that we get from these radio and podcast interviews. Just it's been a great opportunity. So well, thank you all for listening. Thank you for your time. And again, I'm sure we'll be talking soon in the future. So. Thank you. All right. Again, uh, uh, please check out the Quincy Public Library and uh, have a great week. Thank you.